This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good morning, Rabotai. As we just yesterday read Parashat Re'eh, there's a fascinating discussion by the Orachai Makadosh in regards to the Psukim that you will have a poor person, about the discussion of something that the Orachai Makadosh gives perspective on who the Mashiach will be. And who the Mashiach will be. And he gives it a little bit of an insight on the, um, on the passion that the Orachai Makadosh had to bring the Mashiach, as we're going to see in a moment. It's written the following in the Pasuk. Perek Tedvav, Pasuk Zain in Sefer Devarim. When you will have a destitute person, one of your brothers, in one of your gates, in your land, that's the Pasuk. Says the Rachim Kadosh, the first Pshat, and Evyon means a person that is destitute, that doesn't have money, but he is very special among your brethren, he might even be your family, and there's a mitzvah to help support him, as we know that there's a mitzvah to help your immediate family first, before helping everyone else. So, so says the Rachim HaKadosh, in his first pshat, that what it means over here is that, don't think of him as something any less, just because he's in a difficult situation. Hashem put him, Bisha'arecha, in your vicinity and be'artzicha in your land, so that you could be able to help him. So that's the first pshat. Be'echad, be'echad achecha means ha'miyuchad she'be'echecha, the special person among all your brethren. But then the Orachim HaKadosh says a second pshat, al piaremes. It could mean, says, uh, he, he says the following, be'echad ha'miyuchad she'achecha, a special in your land. And who's the special person by you? The king of the nation. And that means no one else than the Mashiach. And says the Orachim HaKadosh, He continues in explaining the Pasuk. In one of your gates, as we know that whenever we refer to She'arecha, it means also, uh, it also means that they bring to the place of Sanhedrin. Like it says in the Pasuk, that they brought the Yibama to the, to the Bet HaMikdash, to the, where the Beddin was. So over here too, it means he's, he's going to be somebody, who is a great Talmud Chacham that is saying, that is Be'echad She'arecha. And Be'artzecha, says the Orachim HaKadosh, Leha'ir, Ki Horato Veledato Be'eretz Yisrael HaKedosha. He's going to be born, and he's gonna, and he's going to be conceived in 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 Arzeno Kedusha. So the Mashiach, according to Orachim Hakadosh, has to be born and conceived in Eretz Israel. That's number one. Continues the Orachim Hakadosh. So this is, we're going to see some fascinating stuff over here. What else does Evyon mean? Al Derech Mashikatuv Bazora Kadosh. He wants. He is poor in in lacking. Wanting that the Mashiach should come, be'echad she'arecha u'be'artzecha, who eretz akedusha asher Adonai lochanot elach, and says the Orachim Hakadosh that me'echad evyon perush because he was poor, 
שיעריך אדם בדעתו שהמעשה הוא לתכלית דבר זה, he's gonna really want the משיח to come, משיח השם שמו חיים. And the משיח השם, his name is חיים. So he reveals among his words, and he says a lot of times, in all Sefer HaChaim HaKadosh, the reference to Chaim, Chaim, this is Ora Chaim. And here also he says, Mashiach is Chaim. Now it can't be that he meant on himself, because he wasn't born in Eretz Yisrael. Ora Chaim HaKadosh was born in the city of Salin, Morocco. So what does he mean, Shmo Chaim? Who was this Shmo Chaim? So before I answer the question, I want to bring one more Ora Chaim HaKadosh in Parashat Tzav. In Sefer Vayikra, Orachai Makadosh in Parashat Tzav, on the Pasuk, Hu ha'ola al-mugda ala mizbeach kol ha'layla adaboker. The fire is going to be burning all night until the morning. And here the Orachai Makadosh explains, what, is the, what does it mean that the, that the, that the fire is going to be burning Till the morning, Boker Zeena Yadua. What what morning is the is the is the Torah referring to? It says the Rachaim Gadosh. This is when the Geulah is going to come. But what morning does it mean? We have six millenniums. Does it mean the fifth millennium? So the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed at the end. Says the Rachaim Gadosh of the fourth millennium, and he says Be'akvo, which means uh, in in Ekev, which is at the end the the heel. Is the gematria 172, and you minus that from the end of the fourth millennium, that's the year 308, 3828, which is when the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed in the fifth millennium. So it was Be'agvu. So he says, when is the Mashiach gonna come? So he's, dedu- he's, dedu- he's deducing from the Boker. But what Boker? That means the next morning. Now every day of Akadosh Baruch Hu is a thousand years. So first the night comes, so another 500 years has to pass. And then the book yet has to come. And then the morning has to come. But it says maybe it means not this first morning. Maybe you have to wait two mornings. And how do we know that? says the Rachim HaKadosh Kazurin Pasuk in Yeshaya. bikarim. That you're gonna have, that you're gonna have the, the, the Yeshua, the sprouting in the two mornings. That means the second morning. Says the Rachim Akadosh. Ata boker vegam laila. That's what it means in the pasuk. That's what it means. The Ata Amar Shomer Ata boker vegam laila. That the the morning came and also the night and we're waiting. Ubagam. So the next night is going to come and now we're waiting for. Since the next night came, which is five hundred years, and the next morning didn't come, we weren't delivered yet. And says the Rachaim, and therefore, really the Mashiach should come. After, in the, in the, in the sixth millennium, that means after the fifth millennium and the sixth millennium, which we're in, after 500 years, which is already the night, so the next morning, from any time from the year, 5,500 and up. Now you also have Ekev, which is why a lot of, a lot of people believed it would have came in the year, uh, 5672, which is the Gematria Ekev. Some people minus it. There's all types of, uh, of playing on the words over here. But this is what the Rachim HaKadosh, if you see in Parashat Tzav, he says, So Rachim HaKadosh says, if you basically calculate that that morning, which is 672 years of the fifth millennium, that's when we're going to have the, uh, the Geulah. 
So just to think about that, uh, just to think about very strong. And then he goes on, and the, and the Pasuk, very famous words of Nurechem HaKadosh, Ve'esh ha-mizbeach tukadbo, what does that mean? That the fire is gonna burn, says the, says the Orachem HaKadosh, as we know, that, that we are going to have tremendous punishments. Asher ininu b'nei avlavi yisarnu 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 because sinful people tormented us and afflicted us. Ubifrad b'nei ma'arava penimi, especially us who lived in Morocco. Says the Rachem HaKadosh, enechakos mar shelo yitimutamid. There was no cup of bitterness that they didn't give us the drink continuously. They persecuted them tremendously. There was a very wicked king at that time, general in the time in Morocco, who was Amulai Ismail, that he would do all types of horrible things. I spoke about this in the past. He would take the little, his own children, his own babies, and he would throw them to the lions. Just to, and and he would he would find ways of taxing the Jews. That's why the Orachim Hakadosh had to run away from Morocco. And because of that, actually, he was able to print this funny much more, and we were able to know about the Orachim Hakadosh. But I want to I want to end up the following. So who was the Mashiach according to the Orachim Hakadosh? So if you remember, we spoke about in our uh, history classes. You could look them up on the Torah anytime. That the Orachim Hakadosh traveled from uh, Italy, uh, from uh, what was his last port? From somewhere in Spain to uh, the port of Akko. The captain made a mistake, and instead of getting to uh, Yerushalayim, getting to the port of Yafo, which would have been a, a day and a half ride to Yerushalayim, they got to Akko. It was very difficult to get from Akko to Yerushalayim. And when the Rachim HaKadosh landed in Akko, they did a lot of tours of Kivrit Tzadikim, and one of the places that they visited in the first few months that they were there was Tiveria. There he had a very famous meeting with Reb Chaim Abu Lafia, who was in uh, who was who was in Tiveria at the time, and apparently they had, according to tradition, they had very holy meetings. At that meeting, also, it's written. I I I, uh, I mentioned that the Rachaim Hakadosh sensed that there was uh, a tumah in the room, and Reb Chaim Abu Lafia didn't sense it. And they found afterwards that the maidservant they thought she was sleeping, but she really died, and that was the tumah that he felt. And he and he didn't want to embarrass Reb Chaim Abu Lafia that he felt and 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 that he didn't, so he he left. But there is a tradition that he understood that Reb Chaim Abu Lafia was the Mashiach of the generation, and he was actually born in Eretz Yisrael. He went to Turkey afterwards, but he was born in Eretz Yisrael. So this is the, the Chaim he was referring to, the generation as a Mashiach in their door. And we see from the passion that the Orachim HaKadosh had in Parashat Tzav, how concerning it is, and he's trying to find the kids, how much he wanted to bring the Mashiach. And when we spoke last time, it's also on the recordings, there's a letter that the, that the Orachim, uh, that we, they found recently from the students of the Orachim HaKadosh, and it depicts how he was concerned with the last year of his life of bringing the Mashiach to a point that he gave up his life for it. He had, he, 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 um, he calculated that if he's going to have the right kavanot in Lela Seder of doing all the mitzvot with the right kavanot, he's going to be able to bring the Mashiach. And that year, he fell asleep during Afikomen. He had all the kavanot, and he, and, and, and he just fell asleep by Afikomen. So he knew that something was Mina Shamayim stopping him from bringing the Geula. He said, what could I have done wrong? And he figured that he didn't have the proper kavanah by the sowing and the planting of the seeds for the matzah. So he said, next year he's going to have the proper kavanah, Mashiach's for sure going to come. And a few months later in Chodesh Tammuz, when he went to the Kotel Ma'aravi, he met a woman all in black, and she told him she was the 
woman Satan, and uh, he knew she was the woman Satan. She said, "You're not going to live out your year," and he didn't live out his year. So he sacrificed his life for the for bringing the Mashiach because he knew. Now we know based on his writings. If you say the Sifre Orachim Hakadosh, which you see were written in Ruach Hakadosh, like the Sons of Rebbe said, written in Surah Ruach Hakadosh, you see how it's written. How much he wanted to bring the Mashiach, and and uh, and he gave up his life for it. So that's uh, that's a big lesson, and uh, and uh, it's fascinating things that come out of this You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.